Welcome to episode 64 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Well, sir, better than most. Not as good as some. How are you doing? Well, I'll tell you, Dave. I haven't been dick-teased this long since I went to Deja Vu as an 18-year-old. <laughs> Mike Klein, Destination Bourbon, after two weeks of leading the sign, oh, I'll be there, I'll be, oh, I can't. I'll be there, I'll be, oh, no, something came up. I'll be, Mike Klein from Destination Bourbon is on episode 64 of Flight Football and anything else. Mike, thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. I mean, you have to really work to earn having me on your show. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I mean you're a busy man. I mean, yeah. you know, we have four <laughs> listeners, you have 3,000 subscribers. I mean, it's a fight. It's a fair fight. Yeah, you know, it's a, there's some back and forth there, you know. I you got to just work on my schedule. It's all right. You know, but what we're going to do for the numbers on your on your uh YouTube channel, you better get another server because we're about to blow this fucker up. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, I, I went up six subscribers when you guys were on my show. It was there amazing. <laughs> and all of them were like Hey, can that guy that passed out come back on again? Yeah, as long as those three fucking people pay up their butt. That's, that's all that matters. That's right. Well, I thought you were talking the six, the six, well, six subscribers. There were uh, uh, six people watching. I think they were all our kids. Our, well, our two kids and their friends. Um, <laughs> a Transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Mike, Mike didn't like well, that. No, it, well, no it was like, no, we already, there was hundreds of you or none. I don't, actually, my one Sorry, son Mike, watched. I'll go back to working the mouse. <laughs> but hey, first item up for bet on the price is right. I have a feeling it's going to taste like absolute shit, but I, ha I had to buy it because of the can. Yeah. What we have is Trooper from Robinson's <coughs> Brewing. <coughs> <clears throat> Frog and Throat. We'll edit that out later. Probably not. No. Nope. Um, from Robinson's Brewery from across the pond in Stockport, Greater Manchester, England. This is called Trooper. It's a premium British beer, 4.7%, 35 IBUs, and it was created by Bruce Dickinson. Well, I got to tell you that I don't think there's anything greater that's ever come out of Manchester, so we'll see how this works. Well, that's what I said. I, I only bought the beer because I love the song, True. You take my life, but I'll take yours, too. You know, yeah. a little Iron Maiden. Yeah. And that's I like why. That. Yeah. The, the karaoke. Oh, yeah. In Charge of the Light Brigade, yep. as it says on the can yeah, there. That's right. Charge of so, the Light Brigade. Look. And it's, you know, it's imported by artisanal imports in Austin, Texas, and everything's bigger in Texas. That's so. right. Yeah, boy. wonder if my dick will be when we go there for spring break. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> a real deep golden pour there. Um, Look at that. We'll cheers and sample it, and then... Um, Nope, we're good. Qu we're good. Question for Zamboni. Ready? Cheers, Cheers. gentlemen. Cheers, brothers. Hmm. That's a right good ale. Oh um, yeah. But it's an ale, you know what I mean? It's not giving me a bit of a bite to my to my palate, you know? <laughs> no, I actually you know. Almost It's got me talking kinda of funny though, you know, it's this is a bit weird right now. You know, the weird thing is, for an ale, it actually has significant malt. Mm -hmm. It does. Maybe those Brits do know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, quick question. Got Tom Dip Dipmer listening to the pod, and I mentioned it last week. <laughs> Tack and, it, Mac. And he texts me, and he said, man, I fucking forgot all about that trip. Um, 
He may have used a lot more F-words than just the one that I used, though. But um, He did in the car, if you're talking so, about the Cedar Point yeah, trip. the Cedar Point trip. <laughs> did Jeff Campbell ride with us or no? No. Nope. See, it was, I fucking could have swore it was the five of us in one car. No, it was uh, Tom and Tina in the front and you and I in the back. All right. Yep. And I could have swore, but Campbell was there, right? I don't think he was there. Yeah, because he met those the Seven Eleven girls. No, that was a different night. That was a different Cedar oh, Point yeah, trip. Yeah, that was a different Cedar Point trip. Yep. You got to watch okay. out for those Seven Eleven girls. Yeah, yeah they were sisters and sisters. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like Skeletor, like skinny, skinny girls. But yeah, that, no, that was a different. So trip. I, okay, because that's because that's part of Tom's text. He said, "How many times do you go to Cedar Point with Klein?" I like twice, it's just the once. But so it was twice. twice yep. then. Okay, so um. Yeah, that I, time I, we went with Campbell, though, I don't think we rode any rides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we were on Millennium. I think we were in first car, Millennium Force. Yeah. That was the first time I rode it. Yeah, like like first thing right out yeah. of the gate. Yep. And then after that, uh, Mike, in typical Mike fashion, said, let's start drinking. And <laughs> yep, it was on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> this, I was expecting this to be like a Miller Lighter, but, but no, there's, more fla- some, there's more flavor yeah. to it than just your regular... I, yeah. I came in with zero expectations, so this is much better than what I thought it would be. And like I said, it's very, very malty, which is not characteristic. I mean, I get like like a citrus note, a little bit of malt, which I would not expect from anything called an yeah. ale. Right. So, right. yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not horrible. Well, it says it's charged with flavor. Charged with flavor. And that's F L F L A V O U R. Oh, you know where I fucked up is it's gallant but foolhardy. There you go. <laughs> that that was that was on me. I I should have read it a little further. It says gallant but foolhardy assault resulted in a massive loss of life. <laughs> <laughs> See, as I think he. Um, segment one. I I know we got to get to Grandpa Blackhawk, which by the way. Since our last podcast on flights, football, and anything else calendar, mm-hmm. uh, Grandpa Blackhawk celebrated his 54th birthday. Because you know how on flights, football, oh, and anything yeah. else, we round up once you get to six months. We do. So today's a six. So actually, episode 65, I'll be 54. Oh, because nice. Be, You'll be an old man. Yeah. Because I round up at six months. What do you mean, B? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking old now, Jack. <laughs> but uh, we start off with uh, Grandpa Blackhawk's favorite segment. What what have we watched? And I'm going to take the floor first because I had a banner fucking week of television. I mean, spectacular. Um, started with Amazon Prime. Liz and I finished Tell Me Your Secrets. Um, all I can say, I'm not going to give any spoilers. You got to watch it on Amazon Prime. There better be a fucking season two. That's all I'm going to say. Does that hot chick ever get naked in there? There's sex in it, but I don't think you, you might get one tit shot. Yeah. See, I kind of like I, I sped through it like like a teenager, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I'm like, eh, I'm not. Yeah, I keep waiting for. Her. Nah, I didn't see any boobs, so I was like, eh. fair enough. But it's it is worth the watch. You know, that's what because there's up a lot that, of plot, right? That, yes, there's a very there's a lot of plot on. Uh, <laughs> tell me your secrets, but. <laughs> That's what Pornhub's for. I mean, so you watch your Pornhub, and then you can, then you can focus on. Well, the yeah, topic. but see that, like, so I, I want something that's a little like a combination of the two, so I can disguise it as I'm actually just watching TV. That's where you put your, the Pornhub through your Bluetooth as you're driving. Oh, oh my God. man, you know on what? The loudspeaker. That's that's where. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you've got the years on me, brother. That's, yeah, yeah, that's thinking. 
The old head's more than a hat rack on this one. Um, anyway, what I should have done, in all seriousness, what I should have done is told you guys, you know what, we're canceling the pod, and you have to go get Amazon Prime. Yeah, I have Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yep, yep, yep. Get the Showtime seven day. I have trial. Showtime too. I don't. I don't think you can watch on demand on Showtime with like you can on Amazon Prime, because I never found anything I liked on Showtime until we tried the seven day free trial. We're on like day five, and I know I'm going to end up paying ten ninety nine once I get through this list. But uh, at the recommendation of loyal listener Brian Adams, uh, he said, "Have you seen Your Honor?" I said, nope, what's it on? He said, uh, Amazon yeah. Prime. It's Brian Cranston. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, you, on, that's on Showtime. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic and, show. It, it, so you watched it all. Yeah. So, you, Dave, you got to get with the program. On Your Honor? On Your Honor. Okay. And not on Your it's Honor. It's just Your, your Honor. Honor. Your yeah. Honor. And Brian Cranston's a judge. He stars okay. in it. He directs it. He's the ex- executive producer. And that's what, you know, because Liz and I finished watching Tell Me Your Secrets, didn't know what else to watch, and it was like, well, I said, Brian Adams said that Your Honor's good. And it's like, oh, well, there's a seven-day free trial of Showtime on Amazon Prime. So I'm like, well, fuck it, let's do it. And that was on Sunday. It's a 10-episode season. And Liz and I were done with it Thursday. So we got through oh 10 up, and they're an hour long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, fucking fantastic. Now, we won't give out any spoilers, to, you know, because that would be just flat-out rude, but... Did, were you expecting the end? No. Absolutely fucking no. not. <laughs> nope. No, and then it's... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Nope. So yeah, we did. And, uh, and already, I, I've been playing around on you know, uh, searching on the. Uh, I always get the letters. I can't say them fast. But independent movie. I am DB. Yep. You know, you Google it there. You just Google Your Honor, and people are already like, there better be a season two. I hope there's a season two. Yeah. Man, it would be nice. If there's a season two. But yeah. yeah. So well, you got a straight judge that falls into certain yeah. circumstances and becomes not so straight. Gotcha. And so as it goes through the course of the of the episodes, it right. becomes and he, pretty intense. Here's right. a, spo- a little bit of a sp- it's not even a spoiler, but what it agree <laughs> or disagree. And then if once you I'll pressure you into getting it, Dave. Okay. And you watch it and you'll can follow up later if you agree or disagree or agree okay. with both the uh crime boss. Bit of a pussy, wasn't he? Oh. <laughs> Not a bit. Yeah, like, not a complete. Yeah, like this guy's running the running the new running New the Orleans. Syndic- the syndicate. Yeah, and he's yeah. like this guy. He did. He was Scottish, I guess. You know, he had some, but he was yeah. still. He's like, what a pussy. This isn't a. This isn't Tony Soprano. Yeah, like, Tony Soprano would crush this guy. The bitch is wearing a skirt. <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah, Mike's in agreement with me on that. Your Honor's fantastic. So anyway. Well, hey, Wait, we're on the seventh. Yeah, what? before you like go, like I honestly, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right here and right now on, you know, flights, football, and anything else. Like this, first time you've got the title right. That's pretty good, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, I, I practiced that all week. Um, all like five years from now, somebody's gonna go. You know what we should do with all these fucking apps? We should blend them all together, and cable's gonna make a fucking resurgence. Because what's happening is all of these channels are separating out. You're paying right. for all these different things. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to be paying $150 a month for all these different apps. Yeah. And at five years from now, you're gonna like cable's going to come back around and go, "Hey, we can give you all this in one package. Right. Wouldn't that be great?" Yeah. And everyone's going to go, "Yeah, I'm going to jump on board. That sounds amazing." And right. half these millennials and, and and the next generation that has no idea what cable is right. are going to be like, 
Cable's amazing. <laughs> Why do you guys not think of this? You can get all the apps in one place. Right. They're just biding their time. They're oh, just yeah. waiting. They're yep. waiting. They're just going to yep. come full circle. Yep. And, and here I just sit watch the show with my hands in my pants. Yeah, <laughs> of course you do, Al Bundy. <laughs> um, so, all right. So we ripped through the 10 episodes of Your Honor. Right. You know, hey, we still got four days of the free trial left, so... Got to start final season of Shameless. Oh, right. Oh, that's... I mean, t- just it, it's stupid a, it's, juvenile yep. humor, but it's right up my yep. fucking alley. Oh, yep. Without a doubt. Uh, yep. It's hilarious. I that, haven't seen that, it in a while, but I agree. Yeah, an upset on that. I mean, there's really no plot to it. It's just... Dude, we, we were just talking on uh, on my stream the other day that I've got to, I've got to revisit Breaking Bad and Shameless. Those are the two that it's like, i got to go back and watch those again. Yep. Right. It's like you, you go enough time without yep. watching them, you got to circle back and do it again. I, we have recently already rewatched Shameless, so I, I have to do Breaking Bad and Sons. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, yeah. I well, got, Sons of Anarchy is that's a that's a lot of seasons though, isn't it? Isn't it eight, seven or eight? I think. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like fourteen. No, okay. I, I know it's not that many, but um, Justin swore by it, and I'm like, I don't want to watch a motorcycle again. It's stupid. He swore by Breaking Bad, swore by Sons of Anarchy. And then we just had nothing to watch, so I was like, well, fuck it, let's watch Sons of Anarchy. All of it came out on Netflix, so Liz and I watched it. I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, he was right about that. Let's watch Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad was good. Yeah. I, do you, I do still, you have a hard time not thinking that Brian Cranston is Walter White in every single movie or yeah. show that you watch? <laughs> yes, I do, because that's what I that, I kept seeing him. As, when, he, like, when he went face-to-face, with, yeah. you know, no spoilers there, Your Honor, but I saw... Uh, Mr. White yep. dealing with the, the uh, New Orleans mob boss. That's it. Every single show I see him in now, I'm like, oh, man, he's, he's definitely going to kill that guy. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so from Shameless, it went to uh, um, Outcry. Now, it was a four or five part series, hour long, and it was about a high school football player in Texas that was... The, the high school film they showed of this kid, uh, Greg Kelly is his name. Fucking kid was fucking a badass. And he had a scholarship to UTSA, Texas San Antonio. I believe they're the Roadrunner. Somebody Google that for me. Right. Um, but he was charged with, I think it was called criminal sexual conduct on a child. Oh. So you might say, well, Mike, how could you watch that? You would hold, hold your horses, hold your horses, because if, if he was guilty and everything... You know, I wouldn't be watching it. It would be disturbing and, you know, I wouldn't even be talking about it. I'd be so fucking mad about it. And you right. just put a bullet in his head, next case. But you watch the four-part series. Anyway, the only spoiler spoiler I'll give you on this is not really even a spoiler because actually Liz watched What's the last... Outcry? Outcry. Okay. And that's also on Showtime. All right. Um, it's under sports documentaries. And... Uh, He's a football player, and it is a roadrunner, and they fucking ain't right. The kid strikes again. Um, he researched it. Don't let him fool you. Um, Fact check. All, he is on a full ride this year, 2021, at Eastern Michigan. And they don't tell you that in the documentary. Where, but where we, Eastern Michigan? Ypsilanti, Michigan. Yeah, but what are, what is, what's the school? What, Easter, what's the, uh, the, well, they were the Hurons. I don't know what they're... Are they still the Hurons or not? Because that, the, the, the Hurons were all disheveled. Yeah, I know. I thought they changed. That's why I asked. I, I don't know what they changed because they'll always be the Hurons. To you know, us, they'll always be the Hurons. You may know her as Burma, but she'll always <laughs> be, be the Hurons. That would be me. 
You're the only uh, warlord. Uh, what was it? You're the only uh, de- degenerate warlord of anyone here. Eagles. 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 Yeah, fuck the Eagles. They're, they're the Hurons. Um, but yeah, so he, he did get it because he wanted to play for Texas. You know, but obviously, because he did spend, he does spend time and he gets a uh, full ride to Eastern this year. And then um, also on the Showtime documentary of John Belushi, who, by the way, math guy here, 18 and 21, 39 years ago yesterday, John Belushi died at the age of 33. Oh, wow. And um, there's a documentary, and a lot of it's just interviews with uh, Dan Aykroyd's and Carrie Fisher's and his... She's dead, too. Yeah, and yeah. his wife and... Um, or not? They never yeah. married. I don't think uh, John Belushi and the lady. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, and uh, and then uh, uh, Ramus, the guy from Stripes, Harold. Oh, Harold yeah, Remus. Remus, Harold. Yeah, because yeah, they call him Ramus, and then he, yeah. they stop me. He says, "It's not Ramus, it's Remus." Yeah. <laughs> how? And she says, "She says, how is it spelled?" He says, "R A M I S." He says, "She is Ramus." <laughs> Suck it. But, but uh. And uh, that was that was very entertaining. So, which naturally segued. He'll always be Egon to me. <laughs> naturally, that segued into Liz and I watched Animal House, nineteen seventy eight. Oh, that that's impressive. That very impressive. Dave doing his D Day impersonation. Yeah. Um, and to this day, I think that mo- this movie holds weight. Except you could never ever in. 2021 pulled the scene off where the the mayor's daughter who supposedly is 15 passes out and you get the devil and the angel oh, yeah. pop up yeah. you could never ever pull that scene off today no i don't know uh there was a there was a similar scene without the devil and the angel in old school that was not that far that not that long ago uh, true that i was, mean high school girl and uh you know she so came old schools with Will Ferrell. Will right. Ferrell, and right. then uh, what's his face? Is that uh, the one, one where he runs naked? And, yeah, yeah. He's that, streaking through the quad. I've never seen that start to finish. Oh, it's a great movie. Great movie. But yeah, there was oh, yeah. there was a there Frank was a part. Tank. Frank, Frank Tank. Frank Tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there was a part where uh, what was the uh, the main character? Uh, um, oh, it's been so long since I've seen it. I'm not gonna. Oh my uh, god. Uh, hmm. oh, fuck. Anyway, he he was like. You know, releasing to the wild, right? So they were having a party for him to like get him out because he got di- he got divorced, came home, and his wife was like in a closet, you know, or he had two she had two guys in the closet waiting for a gangbang, you know. <laughs> so like he like he you know he got divorced. They're re-releasing to the wild, but he had sex with his boss's daughter, who was like uh, in high school, like sixteen year old girl in high school. So that I means that was that wasn't that long ago. So I mean, maybe without the the devil and the and the angel on the shoulder, where it's like, should I do this or shouldn't I do this? Because he, in fact, in the movie, it was like he didn't know. Right. Well, know? Okay. So, um, and then finally, then I'll shut up and let you guys tell me what you watch. Liz and I did watch since last Saturday. We watched episode eight and the series finale, episode nine of Wandavision. I wa- that's what I watched this week too. I watched uh, six, seven, eight, and nine of WandaVision. Yeah. So now, yeah. w- one through three, I thought was brilliant. Four through nine, I liked it because uh, she's a fucking smoke show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
it really turned into the Marvel universe, and that's not my genre. So like, like right. the, the series finale, I'm like. Look at it, like, what the fuck just happened? I don't, you know, I didn't. They're they're playing to they're playing to all the people that really are the core comic, yes. Marvel comic right. people because they're really pulling a lot of elements from the comic books themselves right. into this show. That's what I said, and I really enjoyed the first four episodes. So when you're four D, yeah, you got to go all the sure, way. Sure. Yeah. So is that, is that the rule? That's that's what she said anyway. <laughs> when you're when you're four fingers deep, you gotta go. You gotta go all the way. No. So honestly, it's funny because you said that she's a smoke show. So I mean, I don't know. I'm probably the only person. And but like, I literally googled Elizabeth Olsen naked. I'm like, is there such thing? Like, has she ever like been in anywhere? Because she was she when she was in the Marvel universe. Yeah. I didn't think that she was a smoke show, but. In some of those episodes, so that very like, character plays in the Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I mean, that's oh. like so. What she turned into. So in all the comic books, she's been the Scarlet the Scarlet Witch. That's like the, you know that from the comic book universe. But like through the uh, Marvel, they've never really actually called her the Scarlet Witch until WandaVision and this whole thing came through, right. and they identified her as that. Wow. So she's actually. This is gonna like this is nerd alert like that fucking steroids but like if you like look into like superheroes and the power that they have she's actually more powerful than Thanos so she's like one of the most most powerful right. people in the Marvel universe Who's Thanos and, so Thanos is the guy that snapped his fingers you know the big he won't purple know. guy I'm that just telling you Marvel he won't universe. know okay yeah, no, so Thanos is like the guy that like it took the entire Marvel universe to stop in the Avengers movie. All right, because that, but as, yeah. but and she just doesn't know that she she has, has no that, idea but, what her power is yet. Yeah, yeah. All so right. like Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel, and so Captain Marvel and um, the Scarlet Witch are two of the most powerful people in the entire Marvel universe. They're and they're chicks, so it's kind of all right. well because as I know you've listened to some of the pods. I don't think you've listened to all sixty three, but you've listened to some. But as I've said, on I've listened ones, to six or three. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So and I don't. So obviously, on one of those six or three, that um, that was a joke. By the way, I, let's um, do a lot more. Than no, that. Uh, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the boys. Yep. And. Um, Oh, the hot fucking guy, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool. Those yeah. are the only yeah. three. Those are the only three superheroes. And those really aren't superheroes. None of those are wrong. None of those <laughs> no, are wrong. No, but Suicide Squad gets a fucking shit kicking in the reviews. I fucking think that's the only Will Smith fucking movie I like. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it, it gets a shit kicking because it doesn't follow the lines of what comic book geeks want to see. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad movie. It's just so when you have all of these. These geeks that are like, this is how it should be. Yeah. Me being one of them, I, I admit it. I, I, right. I have tons of comics and I follow all that shit. But it doesn't mean I don't love what the director decided to do with it. Right. There's so her, many purists out there that want to do Margot Robbie? No, oh. what was her character name? Uh, oh, uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's Mar- what Jim Cornette named his dog. Jesus Christ. I've, I've told... <laughs> So we all have that that one person that like you oh, tell, that, your, you that tell your episode, wife. What was that? Was episode one? That was probably episode twelve or something. Yeah, something early. Mine's so Marilyn Million. Yeah, mine is definitely Margot Robbie, <laughs> without a doubt. Like in a second, I'd be like, Carrie, it's been real. Love you, sweetheart. Take care. <laughs> 
Margo made the call. I'm on my way out. She wanted a fat 45 year old man. <laughs> she called me. She called me up. She's like, you know what I like? Fat bald guys. It was either you or Costanza, so I decided to go with you. <laughs> That's Marissa Tomei, isn't it? Yeah, it was Marissa Tomei. Yeah. yeah. How can you be so bald and so quirky and still be single? Why must every, does everybody have to like you? Yeah, yes, they, they do. do. <laughs> uh, doesn't life just ultimately revolve around Seinfeld? I think it does. Oh, it has it to. Absolutely does. And absolutely. I think that's the genius of Jerry Seinfeld because, you know. Larry so, David. Or Larry David and uh, Jerry pulls it off, though. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Although the first season, it actually almost didn't get picked up. True. So. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right. Yeah, don't look at me for watching anything because, like I've said before in the last couple pods, when you've asked me what I've watched, this is like my tax season. You know, I'm like, this is, I I don't get to watch. Last night I watched, uh, we were just talking about Marvel movies, and I watched um, Infinity War for the, like the 10th time just to watch something to go to sleep to. But um, I am between three basketball games a week, which I very much enjoy watching, watching my son play. Um, I leave the house at 6. I get home about 10, 10.30. I do more work until midnight, and then I get up and do the same thing all over again. So um, as you well know, as soon as June hits, the world is my oyster. So you've been watching a lot of H&R Block commercials, like checking out the competition? Yeah. You know things are going? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's rate The Trooper. I'm out of The Trooper. I am, too. Dave's not. I'm not. <laughs> it's your turn to go first. I, I By the time it. you're done rating yours, I'll be done. And I fucking mine. did all the talking segment one. You should have had that beer gone. I should have the beer left. What are you talking about? I was doing the fact checking. Oh, good call. I don't know. I've, in the six to three episodes I've listened to, Mike pretty much <laughs> does all the talking. It's hard for you to get a word in over this guy. Hey, this is all about me. I don't give a word. I'm just... This, if you guys weren't here, I'd still be fucking having this guy. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Are we talking about me? I've lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Don't like the beer as much as I like the song, Trooper. But as Mike pointed out after one or two drinks, I was pleasantly surprised. I actually thought this was going to be a throwaway pod for the beer. Mm-hmm. Throw away pot for the beer or throw away beer for the pot? Hey, we're off to a good <laughs> Let's start. Let's go to the second. We're off to um, a good start. A lot of flavor. A lot more flavor than I expected. I'm going to give it a 3.48. I am going to give it a 3.51 because it far exceeded my expectations. And as everybody knows that listens to the pod, drinkability is... One of my main, I, it's weighted the heaviest in my formula. So could I have three or four of these? Absolutely. I gave it a 3.51. So so one thing I have to know before I give it a rating is what did it cost? I got a four pack for $11.99. All right. So it's four, it's three bucks a beer. Yep. I'll give it a three. And the reason I'll give it a three is because... For a three for a three dollar beer, right. I can find a shit ton other beers that I would drink over this. Not that it's bad, right? But it's just it, it surprised me. I actually, when I looked at it and I looked at the label on it, I'm like this is going to be a one. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. So it surprised me. But 
uh, for, for a value standpoint, if I'm going to buy a 12-pack of beer, sure. I want it to have more, something that's going to grasp uh, my taste buds more, something that's going to really engage me. This was a lawnmower beer for 12 bucks for a four-pack. Not really what I would want to have for You just for add, for that You just much. added a new variable to my equation, to be honest. Yeah, yeah we awesome. never really thought about the yeah. cost. Yeah. Hey, yep. Thanks for coming. Hey, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> Glad I could make it. Take care, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Our second tasting tonight, and while we were doing our in-depth editing, Mike, you said you've had this one, but hey, fuck, you've never rated it on the pod, so. Yeah. Hey, you can rate it with us. Fuck it. Why not? Um, we have Long Strange Trip, a Belgian triple from Kickstand Brewing Company. Tips in at a nightly high of 9.9% with 35 IBUs. Um, so. Hails from Commerce, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Commerce Township, Michigan. Thank you very mm-hmm. much for the insight. And hey, while we crack this. Um, I rated the first beer 348, Dave 351, Mike on value 3.00. Untapped rating 3.37 with 123,000 check-ins. So a lot of uh, Iron Maiden fans on check-ins. Yeah. Shocking. Untapped. This is a lighter color than the... Uh... Well, this is a Belgian triple. And I... I actually had to go to that Google site and said, how do you say T-R-I-P-E-L? Triple. But it, it, you say it just like you would the, yeah. the other version of triple. Yep. Amateur poor, Mike, but we'll, we won't hold it against you. Well, it's because uh, you guys' classes he the, sucks. He did the long pour. <laughs> I did the long pour. Really, I was I was doing it for the, for the uh, I was going to say camera, but I'm used to camera. Right. I was doing it for the microphone. Well, that's got a little kick. So yeah. Very citrusy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Clean, crisp, and smooth. This heavy-hitting triple takes you on a journey through spiced hop notes and yeast-driven complexity-er. Yes. Yeah. And I use yeah. complexity-er, like, daily in my verbiage. <laughs> <laughs> when we used to try to bullshit people as we were talking... What do you mean used to? <laughs> what, what city were, did we play minor? Shreveport. Yeah, boom! <laughs> Played minor league ball you know, in Shreveport. We would just be like at a bar, like we'd, we'd be at a bar and there'd be like other people that we didn't know. And we'd be like, hey, how do you guys know each other? How are the conversations? Yeah, we play, my, we play ball together in Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, my, I said it first, and like, Mike said, Shreveport. Let's go roll, roll, roll. Yeah, I'll roll with that. <laughs> and then from then on out, like every single time, ah, the good old days back in Shreveport. Be- hey, before I want Mike to tell the story because everyone, so I mean, this has been like four years ago, minimum. Um, I'll be driving down the road and I chuckle the story, but I want him to tell it. And maybe four years later, it won't be as funny, but I recently thought of it and chuckled. So, before we get into, so what do you think, Dave? And tonight it'll be, so what do you think, Dave and Mike? Um, <laughs> tell- Tell the story when you were working for Cisco. We'll beep that out later. Um, when okay. you were working for Cisco, where were you? The, 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 the poor guy? The oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So those of you that, that may or may not know the restaurant in Midland, Michigan, that's now Stackers. At the time, I don't remember what the name of it was, 
but it's a little restaurant in a strip mall. Uh, just a little little strip mall area. I'm sitting in there. So which one am I telling? Am I telling the one where the girl came in and attacked the guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a different one. Yeah, that's a funnier one. Okay, I thought you were talking about the one where the door hit him no, and he's no. like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> the pride. Oh, so this was at the this one was at the Holiday Inn, the old Holiday Inn on uh, um, Wackerly in Midland, which is now like closed, ready to be bulldozed. Everything right, now. right. So I'm sitting in the chef's office with the chef. And this this girl's like this dude's working on the on the line. Like he's making food on the line. And this chick comes storming in. And the executive chef and I are in the office, he goes, Oh, this is gonna be good. Watch this. <laughs> this girl starts screaming at this guy as she walks down around. So like, let's say this area in front of us is so imagine everyone listening that you have like a line of uh um yeah. Ovens, like right, right. stoves, right? Okay, Everything's yeah. cooking. So this this girl walks on the outside of the line while her boyfriend's on the other side of the line. She's bitching at him the entire time, screaming at him as she's walking down the line. As she rounds the corner, she literally grabs a pan off of one of the pan racks and jacks him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he turns his head, wham, knocks him the fuck out, like... Straight armed down on the ground. And the guy I'm dealing with, is, his name is Chef Jack. He's like, oh, shit. He jumps up, goes running out there. Because he's like, this is going to be funny. Watch this. He thought they were going to get into a little argument. Right. No, it was a little more than a little argument. She knocked him the fuck out. It was it was classic. He was almost literally spitting chiclets on that one. Probably. Oh, dude. And I called. I think I called yeah. Pete like yeah, literally took, five minutes after it happened. It, it took you uh Cause you were laughing so hard, and I'm like, "All right, well, just I can't really." And then you finally gathered yourself, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is funny!" Because oh. yeah, I, I, I still chuckled that you know every every once in a while you know, somebody getting hit with a it's like a Three Stooges, right? Oh yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She she blasted him, and he just dropped like a stone. Man, I'm like, that guy's dead. Yeah. He's dead. That's too bad. All right, so. It's anyway, funny so that that's the, that's the one thing you wanted me to bring up. Oh yeah, I, 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 it's hilarious. The guy the guy who got hit with the door is funny, but getting hit by a frying pan or a pan by somebody else is funny. The, the dude that got hit by the door makes me laugh so much because it hit him like in his bill of his hat first. Oh. So his hat stood up like this, and he, he literally took two steps backwards and sat on his ass. And he looked up at me and he goes. What happened? <laughs> like you just got hit by a door, bro. Uh, I've uh, seen somebody hit get hit by a, um, a parking lot arm. You know the parking oh, lot yeah. arm that keeps cars. You know when you pay your toll and it goes up. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, the toll the arm was up and walking through. You know, four sheets to the wind, and the arm for some reason comes down and just cracks him right <laughs> on the top of the head. That's amazing. And he's laying there with his two pound burrito on the on the asphalt. <laughs> What the hell just happened? Oh, you know what Who hit been, me? What would have been so much better is if you just sort of walked by and casually <laughs> taken the burrito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks up. a lot, fella. God, dang, now you make me feel bad. I should have done that. Um, all right, so What's on the docket? You, we got to go with the... So what do you think, Dave? What do you think, Mike? Whenever I see... Well, he was known as Dick Pick Mick... <laughs> that bring that that's got to bring attention. And all right, anyway, Nikki Callaway, who's currently working for the Angels, but has been suspended for 
behaviors we'll get to here shortly. But my take on it is the Indians of all teams are taking heat. And yes, they knew about fuck it. I mean, they referred to the guy as Dick Pick Mick. I mean, right. so in, in the media. Did they refer to him? Not in the media, no, 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 no. The, like in, it, within the circles. Yeah, in the, the, in the circles okay. of the, uh, the big right. leagues. Yep. So, but the one story that the Indians are taking heat on, from what I can gather, the, and the only one that seems to have the most information is the athletic, and I will not fucking pay $1.99. I know those assholes. I wanted to, too. I started <laughs> and, reading, I'm like, fuck you, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, I, I mean, I'm not, I mean, this is, I, this is newspaper age, buddy. Yeah, I'm not right. fucking paying $1.99. Subscriber, you can't read <laughs> yeah, this, like, you fuck dicks. You. But it, so the, the Indians one is Mickey Calloway was having a consensual, Two-year affair with some somebody, a guy's wife. Okay. And he called Cleveland's, you know, front office and said, "Hey, this is going on," and you know, sent her an unsolicited pick. And I wink with the unsolicited. It was a fucking two-year affair. Yeah. You know, so what happened is the fucking husband got, you know, All right. Got wind of it. Got a wind. Got wind of it. So, and the wife was like, "Oh, geez, I, I don't want you know. I only had it in my mouth for two years. I didn't want a picture of it." He finally <laughs> hit it. And it was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. He's like, "Wait a minute, what happened here?" <laughs> so I was like, "I mean, like, so what are the Indians supposed to do?" It's like, "Hey, uh, angels, <laughs> you hire this guy. Tell your male employees to put a chastity belt on their wife because you got Dick Pick Mick coming to town. <laughs> He's, He's fucking them all." Hey, you ready for this, LA? <laughs> He's coming in hot. So uh, that's the problem. I that's what I have a problem. Okay, now if are you thinking that they had somebody had to have said that though, but you know oh, yeah. behind closed doors. So the, the biggest problem that I have with this whole situation is that you've got a guy that has exhibited behaviors, right? So everything that we do in business is all about behaviors. Right. So it's not about what your your capabilities are or what you do on a daily basis, because you may have an up year and a down year. Are you exhibiting the right behaviors to be the person that we want you to be within the organization? They knew his behaviors. They knew what he was about. They cared more about performance. Because he was a good pitching coach. Yep, they cared more about performance than behaviors. So whenever you tell some person within your organization, your behaviors don't matter. It's your performance. That person, Dick Pick Mick, says, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Because... As long as I'm performing, as long as I am being the pitching coach that I'm supposed to be, which he is without a doubt, unequivocally, yeah, well, there's not anybody out there that says he can't perform at that that level, Right. then it's okay. So now you've got a guy that's been told by organization after organization that it's okay, and then somebody comes to light and says, hey, in this Me Too era that we're in, this isn't right, this isn't good. Right. I'm not saying it's not right and it's not good. I'm saying that Major League Baseball is the one that's culpable. Right. Right? They're the ones that allowed this to happen. They're the, they knew it through not just one organization, right. but three organizations knew where he was even, at and what he was doing. Even they even though they knew what was coming, you know, performance based and the money that was coming in, you know, because of what they were getting from him and yeah. what their pitchers were able to do and bring in fans and, you know, the, 
you know, it always follows the money. That's it. But, if, yeah. if, if I know that Dick Pick Mick can get my guy to the next level, right. I'm going to roll the dice that he's going to be, you know, sending dick pics to somebody else's wife because I know he's going to bring me to that next level. And my... Leave it to Mike. First of all, leave it to Mike. I think culpable. That's the first time that's been used in 64 episodes. <laughs> Touche on that one. You're welcome. So that's one more syllable than now, you and I. Have and used. again, I want to make it clear. Like, if uh, you're Jane Doe and you go into the locker room to do an interview, and you're gonna you want to interview uh, Joe Schmo, who just pitched the perfect game, right? And Mickey Callaway say, "Hey, baby, why don't you come into the back here and you blah 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 blah." That's inappropriate. And that should be brought up, and I don't. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. condoning that at all. What I'm saying is, why is the guy from Cleveland who calls Cleveland and said, "Hey, this guy's fucking my wife." That sounds more like a you problem, buddy. Not oh, a, yeah, that's not a me oh, problem. For sure. like, and it, and that that in and of itself, because it was a consensual. Yep. So that I mean, is it morally right? Absolutely not. But. What are the Indians supposed to do? Like Terry Francois supposed to come out? Yeah, my pitching coach Mickey Calloway's fucking some guy's wife. But other well, than that, we had a pretty good homestand. And, and maybe <laughs> maybe this will get edited out of the podcast. And if so, I apologize for even bringing it up. But I mean, if you're talking about morally right and not, I mean, so this guy calls, hey, hey, you know what? Your your guy just loves fucking me in the ass. <laughs> so is that morally right or is it not morally right? I mean, it's just it's your opinion of how things work. There's a lot of people out there that are like. The sanctity of marriage isn't what it used to be. Right. And so they don't agree. They agree to disagree on how you feel about that. So, you know, you, you're going to bring somebody in and, you know, that whatever. If that's something you don't want to happen, everybody that calls up says, hey, I went on a date with this guy and uh, he, he took me ass to mouth. And I was not happy about it. So we, we, you should fire him. Well, okay, morally, that's probably not exactly the thing you should be doing. But it doesn't mean that it's wrong. No, wait a second. You took him ass to mouth or he took you ass to mouth? Either way. <laughs> no, I agree with that. So, again, yeah, I just, I, you know, it's, it's just funny that, like, this guy, like, all of a sudden, like, why is the, the husband of the guy? It was. I mean, it was a two. It wasn't a one night stand. This is a two, two year, year affair. Yeah. It's yep. like, hey, buddy, find somebody else. <laughs> um. So, all right. Getting back to uh, the first segment, I told you the John Belushi documentary, Animal House. Seen in Animal House, Daniel this has got Lewis. A lot of coriander in it. I'm surprised Mike likes it. I don't. A see lot it. of coriander. I don't, if I did, they're not the more than I remember. There's not the coriander that there was in that one that I fucking like hate. Like we, we went, we went, we went two, we went two pods, and Mike was talking about how shitty the coriander was. This is this is damn near a hefeweizen, honestly, from the coriander that's in it. This is there's the more I drink it, the more not to interrupt what you were saying, yeah. Mike, but this there is so much in there that I don't remember. It there's a lot of coriander in that in that beer. I'd have to go. I'd have to go. A little deeper into the untapped and uh, figure out exactly what they're putting into this. Yeah, well, I definitely, I guarantee it's coriander. I can taste it. I mean, there's a lot of that in there. All right, so any, anyhow, I digress. What is worse? This, I mean, this would be a, a lot less discussion than uh, Dick Pick Mick, but <laughs> Daniel D Day in Animal House, yeah. he had. No grade point average. All courses incomplete. While 
Blutarski was 0.0. <laughs> so who's worse? <laughs> who, who, who's doing worse that semester? <laughs> that's a... I think that's pretty much a wash. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, can't be, it can't be a wash because wouldn't they both be 0. 0.0? There has to be a difference. Well, one I, person I, I technically think, wasn't enrolled. So. I think I think a D-Day might have done what he needed to do. Like, hey, I'm going to get a partial refund. I'm going to just no. So so he dropped the course. <laughs> he, he right? He's like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to make it. I'm dropping the course. So he got his money back. So D-Day's a fucking man. That's, might, that's the way you're looking at well, it. Because there has to be a difference. Because uh, uh, what's uh, the what's the guy's name? Uh, not Wernham. Um, <laughs> the, uh oh, he made it come out of his nose. <laughs> he, made, he made him laugh when he was drinking his beer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been with women like that. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with you? Not word him. What's his name? <laughs> what's this fucking... Uh, oh. oh, fuck. Anyway, he said to him, D- Daniel Lewis, no grade point average. All, clor- all courses incomplete. Mr. Blutarski, 0.0. Oh. So what is better? I, I told you. If I you're think, getting your money back, it's better. I, but they didn't specify that. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Wormer, like, Dean Wormer. Oh, the Dean. Yeah, <laughs> Dean Wormer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Doga. I think I'm going Blutarski. I mean, at least Blutarski was going to class and just said, "Fuck it." I well, say he better up because it didn't say he withdrew. It was just he was incomplete. I'm going to go with Blutarski. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a toss up. All right. Next, I, I, I I think I think this is a this is a debate that doesn't need to be debated. <laughs> it's an undebatable. I debate. found it interesting though. I well, I, mean, it, I appreciate the fact that you found it interesting. Because because there, there is because why weren't they both zero point zero? Maybe it's semantics. Maybe it just happened. It was just something you know. It was right. a, it was an unwritten part of the plot that they thought that not that too get, many. You know, fifty-plus-year-old men would decide that they wanted to here's, talk about on a pod at one yeah. night. And he, and here's what I think: I think probably everybody from the actors to the director to the producers to everybody else in that whole building was probably high as a kite. No, no doubt, didn't give a shit about. Right. They probably weren't thinking. Well, you know, someday somebody's going to bring this up on a podcast, so we better get the difference between frickin'... Well, can, can I can I ask they this? Should've. Have you did you Google that exact thing? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, 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 I Google what was worse. I just watched the movie. I honestly want to know if that's a Reddit forum because I would bet that's a Reddit forum. There are nerds like you out there that are going, <laughs> "What's going on with this fucking thing this right here?" What is zero point zero versus? Yeah, there's got to be a Reddit forum about that shit. There, I'm sure there is, but I just <laughs> got it from watching the movie. No, but, I, I'm I, I, I dude. We've gone back so far. I love that weird shit about you. All right, so next next item up for bed. Social media staffer with the Penguins was disciplined for Photoshopping masks on fans at PPG Paints Arena. Shout out to Grandpa Blackhawk. So, you, mean, you mean they're getting they're getting their hands slapped for Photoshopping masks on the people? The guy is. The, the, the social media staffer. They didn't re- they didn't release what the, the the fine or punishment was. That's that's complete fucking horseshit because that guy didn't think to do that on his own. There's not one person that was like, 
oh, you know what? I'm the guy in charge of Twitter for fucking the Penguins, and I'm going to put masks on the people in the audience because I don't want people to know that they're not wearing masks. Bullshit. There's somebody in that Penguins office that said, put fucking masks on those people. Can you do that? Can you make it look better for us? And then they say they're going to find them. They can kiss the fattest part of my ass because that's some bullshit right there. Amen. Yep. Well, they didn't, you know, uh, I'll bring up right now the Bryson DeChambeau, the monster drive. Uh, he carried it 344 yards you over a me you huge wouldn't point lake. at that TV. Sorry. You just ruined it I for did. me. I'm sorry. I'm not playing anything <laughs> on the TV. But anyway, you know, every single person that was in that gallery, and it's not, obviously it's not a full gallery, every single person pulled down their mask and started screaming at the top of their lungs because they wanted to make sure that Bryson, you know, that he knew that they were like jacked about that drive. Oh yeah. So, you know, it, they didn't cover that up. I mean, they're outside, granted, but you know. But yeah, I mean, they high fived each other. They oh, were like, yeah, yeah. within yeah. definitely within six feet. Everybody was going nuts. So, yeah, I agree. BS. I wouldn't even have photoshopped it. I, just, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> well, if you were the social media staffer, you would have, right? Because you're you're making. You know, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year as a fucking social media guy for that for that team, and all you want to do is be part of the Penguins organization. And so, one of the people in the upper office says, "Do that." You're like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do that." Yeah. You know, and then they're like, "Oh, we find that asshole." Oh yeah, they probably didn't find him. Probably I guarantee they five dollars or something. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it just that he was disciplined. Yeah. yeah. So they if the discipline may have been don't do that again. Maybe <laughs> maybe they put his little teeny cock on the table and slapped it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we can only hope. Yeah. You might want to write down that timestamp. JJ <laughs> <laughs> right. Watt to the Cardinals. Good for the Cardinals. J.J. Watt, anywhere that J.J. Watt wants to go is good for J.J. Watt. No. He's, he, he's a, in my opinion, he's a fucking beast. Not, not so much in every year that goes by, as these guys get older and less, sure. their body breaks down a little bit more, right? They're not as good as they should have been. My opinion, J.J. Watt should have went to Pittsburgh. With his brother, that yep. that was a no-brainer. That, that's yeah. that's yeah. the no-brainer. That's where you should have ended up. That's where the money was. They could have they could have renegotiated Big Ben's contract, brought JJ Watt in, done some shit there, and that would have been a storybook ending sure. for JJ Watt. Him going to uh, the Cardinals, it's okay. It's it's yeah. it's great. It's not going to elevate the Cardinals, and it's not going to elevate JJ Watt. It's just. He, his legacy is going to be what he, what it is, and neither one of those people or teams is going to be better because he's there. That's my opinion. And I actually agree 100% with you. It's like all right, he's an eight, he can't play the whole season. He's definitely on the back nine of his career, and I don't see this being as big a deal as everybody's making it as, but I'll put the asterisk by it. I also said that the Patriots and Belichick would have a better year than Brady and the Buccaneers. So, I guess, long story short, put your money on the Cardinals won the Super Bowl. Perhaps. What I'm saying is in the Cardinals in the draft, if they draft somebody in his position that's a you know a first-round drafter, especially high in the draft, and he can you know come in and, and that person, that young person that, you know, 
21, 22, 23-year-old person comes in and, you know, and J.J. Watt says, do this, that person's going to shake their head and say, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. freaking doing that. Well, let's, let's face it. Guys like that aren't mentors, right? They're, they're, they're out there to yeah. fucking lead a team. Not that he's not a mentor. Not that he can't show the guy. Sure. But, but he's not going to look at him and go, come here, buddy. Let me put my arm around you and show you how it goes. He's going to be like, watch and fucking learn, Rook. This is what sure. That's I is. guess that's what and I'm then saying. then it depends on the breed of the person that they brought in. Is that person able to sit back and go? I'm I know I'm not as good as JJ Watt right. coming off of a collegiate career where they were the fucking greatest, right? Sure. So now I'm going to come in and I'm going to be like, okay, I know I'm not as good as JJ Watt. I need to learn from him. That's a special breed of person that can do that. Yeah. There's not everybody can can just saddle up and say I'm in for the ride. Right. You know and. I think the biggest the biggest thing with with the situation of where they're at is that they have two years to win, two well, years. After two years, Watt's done. Right, they're not well, getting any production out of him. Though. They may not even get anything out of the second year, and the and it's I think it's two years, thirty two million, and at sixteen million per, they ain't drafting a defensive end. Fuck no, they're not. <laughs> I mean, nope. you know, so yep. I mean, um, so yeah, I mean, but like again. I didn't think Brady would do horribly in Tampa. I certainly didn't think he was going to win the fucking Super Bowl. As <laughs> I said, I said Belichick would do better than Brady because I didn't think the Buccaneers were. Right. You know, so hey, I, I mean, I think I've been right maybe one and a half out of ten times. I mean, I, I'm at like a. I mean, that, that's pretty good for a guy that uh, Twitter handles fantasy expert. <laughs> but hey, that, but, but fantasy expert. 60, fantasy expert 69 is like when you call... Does that mean you're an expert at 69 or you're an expert at fantasy? <laughs> well, the 69 is given the fantasy expert. The fantasy expert is like when you call the the six foot seven, 390-pound guy tiny. <laughs> All right. All right. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. 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 I, I'm in for that. Last one I have. The last one you think. Because near and dear to my heart before we rate the old God, long that is so much worse than I thought it was. <laughs> uh, my Bears mm. allegedly pursuing both Russell Wilson and Deshaun There's Watson. On there. Here's my take on it as a diehard Bear fan. Of the two, I want the Bears to get Russell Wilson. That said, Absolutely. That said, if you're going to have to give up oh, wow. 98 draft picks, and I'm not even a draft pick guy, <laughs> I'd rather have a proven commodity over a maybe, a what if. What if. And so, because the Texans have made it known that you're going to have to give up two number ones and two young defensive players. So, okay, we get Deshaun Watson and we give up that. So now we lose games 41 36. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's fragile. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I, of the two, I want Russell Wilson. Yeah. But I still don't think you just give fucking everything no. because Russell Wilson had a better team in Seattle and still fucking lost. So the, the other thing that you have to consider is what is the surrounding people around them, right? So, Russell Wilson had no fucking line this year. And what happened? He ran around like a fucking madman and got his ass beat. Well, Every single fucking game. Right. Well, then, then you better pack a lunch in Chicago. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So you're going to bring him to Chicago, and you're going you're gonna to blame the woes of Chicago on Mitch Trubisky. No. Exactly. Mitch Trubisky has a fucking cannon for an arm. Let him get out there and do some shit if you put some surrounding cast around that's him. That's what I said. And that's... And I'm not a Bears fan. In fact, I can't stand the Bears. So, it's I totally get why they need to surround him with talent. 
That that's what they have to do. And what they've got now, you bring uh, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson in, neither one of them is going to be able to do anything. I don't want to say anything. Both of them have more talent than Mitch Trubisky. Neither one of them have more arm strength than Mitch Trubisky. Right. So they, they both have more talent, so they're they're quicker, they're more agile. Yes, they can run away from the fucking inept Bears line. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Is that what you want to do? No. You want to make, you want to mortgage your fucking future on, we have such an inept line, we hope that this guy can outrun the coverage. Bullshit. <laughs> I agree. Invest your money in the line. I agree. 100%. Of the two, I would rather have him go after Russell Wilson, though. Of the two, I would rather they stuck with what they had and invested their money in the line. That's what I would that would Right. Agreed. But I said of those two, if like if you put a gun if, to my head and said the Bears are gonna get oh, one of these two quarterbacks. Definitely Russell Wilson. Agreed. Yeah, a proven winner. And yep. but yeah, so Deshaun Watson is is gonna get murdered at some point. He yep. just he just doesn't know when to throw the ball. Yep. He's gonna get murdered. Yeah. All right, Dave, you're on the clock to rate. Day, um, long string strip. Hmm. Well, if I have to compare, which we typically do, within the pod, I rated Iron Maiden at a 3.51. I'm going to take this one at a 3.25. And it's just a personal preference on the flavor. All right, now, if Mike is correct, and there is coriander in it, then I'll be dipped in shit, but <laughs> I actually liked the flavor of the Long Strange Trip better than Trooper, simply because God, of the, <laughs> simply because of the fucking, you can tell there's a little more alcohol, you can tell oh, yeah. there's a little more fucking punch to the teeth. Yep. You're getting curb stopped here <laughs> with the old Long Strange Trip. <laughs> So I'm gonna rate it not much higher, but a little bit higher. I'm gonna go three five one. I'm gonna I'm equaling your trooper rating of three point one. There you go. So it's up to me. So I I'm not I'm not totally saying that this is a bad beer because I've had it before. What amazed me about it is that I didn't remember the amount of spice coriander that was in it before. So uh, again, I'm going to ask you the price of it. Which I think it was four dollars a beer. Three ninety nine. Yeah, yep. so four dollars a beer. So if I'm gonna if I'm going to compare this beer at four dollars versus the last one was three dollars, right? Yeah. So, so uh, I'm, I'm yeah, eleven ninety nine, but yeah. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say a dollar difference in beer. I'm actually gonna probably rate them about the same because of the value. I don't know that. All right. So the, so the value is value is a lot to me. Right, so I mean, value is so it's four versus three, one dollar. Yeah, a dollar difference. So I, it's actually a shittier beer. Well, so you should go lower than the three point zero. But it's less money, right? Well, oh no, it's more, yeah, money. more, more money. money. Oh yeah, so yeah, I'm sorry, that was that was my bad. So I'll say two point five. All right. Because it's not honestly from a drinkability standpoint. Uh, that coriander comes through as a as a weird baking spice. That's not something that I want to have on a daily basis. And you and Mike would agree on that. Yeah. 
But I don't taste the coriander in this beer as I did the the one beer that we had that was absolutely atrocious. Right. I think because there was no malt in that beer and it was just straight up. It was an ale with a bunch of coriander and it was bleh. So this one, you know, you might not taste the coriander as much. I tasted a little bit. He, uh, Mike Klein thinks he tasted it quite a bit. So I just just pulled up uh, Beer Advocate and it says that this beer has... A large amount of banana and coriander. I taste the banana then. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, pours clear gold orange with a small a small amount of head that disappears quickly, leaving no lacing. Aroma of malt and fruit, apple, stone fruit, straw, and bread. Taste sweet bit of alcohol with a large amount of banana and coriander. See, I, I get the alcohol. And not those banana and coriander. So. so, just to me, I'm like, so it reminds me of uh, Hefeweizen. So, like, if you drink German beer, right. the actual Hefeweizen, that's loaded with coriander. That's what I get from that. Well, see, my, Which surprised the shit out of me because I don't remember that from the last time I drank it. My but. mom likes Hefeweizen. I think Hefeweizen is terrible and this was drinkable. I love Hefeweizen and I love your mom, so, you know. <laughs> And my mom loves you, Mike, so um, feelings mutual. She better. Hey, our third and final selection. Almost wanted a little breaking a little Led Zeppelin. I've been dazed and confused for so long, it's not true. Dazed and confused, Teenage Kitten from Fat Orange Cat Brew Company. A contract brewery in East Hampton, Connecticut. And honestly, one of the best labels I've seen in a long time. Very good, very good label. And this is, I think, Dave and I's third Fat Orange Cat beer. And the first two have been phenomenal with uh, I Hate Mondays. I love Fat Orange Pussy. (laughs) Cats, cats, Fat Orange Cats. My bad, my bad. Is that I love them both. Is that going to be an edit? <laughs> <laughs> nah, we don't have time to edit here. So, um, I like pink pussy better than orange pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I was going to say once you've had orange, but there ain't nothing yeah, wrong with rhymes with orange. Just saying, you know, nothing rhymes with orange. <laughs> orange, boom. <laughs> Mike, Mike's early on the crack again, Dave. So you got to crack. All right, here we go. Oh, but by the way, dank. The word these, dank. These people stole their, rate, their descriptions oh. off our podcast. I've rated things as dank forever. I guarantee they didn't steal dank from you. Fuck you. I, I know that. I don't give a fuck how you are. There are so many fucker. more hip people out there that use dank before you, Pete. I know that. Oh, oh. You and your 10 million subscribers and our 12 listeners, you fucker. I'm, I'm the, you're the dankest fucker of all. Dude, this looks like orange juice. It does look like orange juice. The haze like on it, this thing is it looks, amazing. It looks like an IPA beauty. You may pour whiskey, motherfucker, but I pour beer. Oh, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> wow. That was but even the carbonation looks like it's almost nitro. That was weird. Oh, wow! Citrusy aroma. Very. Oh my god! It's like it. Seriously, it's like I've got a grapefruit in my glass right this here. This right here. If you just smell this glass, what should come to your mind is Avenged Sevenfold's song. Um, <laughs> oh fucking! Uh, 
Little little piece of heaven. Yep. Huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. That's why I got a heater for her thighs. I know. <laughs> what? Little piece of heaven. <laughs> All right, oh, here we cheers. go. Cheers. 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 Oh, yeah. That's oh, all right. Oh, fuck yes. That is all right. Wow. That's a. Uh, I'm the I'm the fruit a, guy, sweet guy, and that's that, almost. That's, that is a. Uh, this is a uh, finishing scene with Hypothea Lee. <laughs> that's not even a word, and I agree with you. This uh, <laughs> this actually has a drying characteristic to it, which is weird bit, for yeah, an IPA. A little bit, because it like right away after it hit. Yeah. The almost, back of the palate. Almost whiny. It yeah. just dried out my palate, which is strange, but good. I think it's maybe the maybe the orange or what what is what is how is this brewed? Do you guys know? Mikey, no. you brought this. Do you think I fucking researched well, it? Well I I know you can't read right now, but where were where were we at with this? I I saw IPA, I saw teenage kittens, and I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, fuck yeah, teenage kittens are my favorite. I said, hey, uh, Dick. Of all the kittens I've ever wanted. I said, Dick Pick Mickey, available? I love it. And and he didn't answer his phone, so I called uh, Les Miles. So I'm Googling. I got it. That was fucking great. I forgot how much I love you. Unbelievable. Pulled that Uh, one right out of the... He didn't answer that motherfucker. I called Les Miles. I got my shit answered. Wow. So this, this is... My God, this is weird because I'm, I'm, I'm on untapped right now. I almost think you're going to get more information from Beer Advocate. Oh, that's probably a good call. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to go to Total Wine and see what they say about it. Fad Orange Cat Teenage Kittens. So at $15.49 a, bo- a, a, a can. What? That's what Total Wine's getting a for it. A can? Maybe a four-pack? Yeah, four pack. that's probably right. Cause I, I, this was $4.99 a can. Okay, so, so probably a four-pack. Yeah. All right. So... It's from Connecticut. They got to keep the, um, you know, the, the um, cost of living up over there. So. Yeah. So it's a hazy New England style IPA that's heavy on the citrus. I got that. Um, but what is the IBV? Seven point one. Seven point one, and the IBUs are NA. Yeah, the I well on here the IBUs are eighty one. Oh really? So what? I I don't. This is what? not a high no, IBU. No. no. Now we've gone through this on the pod before about perceived IBU and you know like standard IPU. So IPU, like IBU. If you're if you have an 81 IBU, you should get the fucking Jay Cutler bitter beer face, oh, yeah. right? right? That right. shit should suck right in. Right. I'm not getting no, that. Not at all. At all. There's no, no. I don't no, think no. there's any bitterness. Yeah. I would as as far as a perceived bitterness, I would say probably in the 30 to 40. 30 to 40 range, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yep. That is not what I'm pulling off this. But the haziness of it is the unfiltered, which is great. You, you, I mean, you can't see that. You can't see through that. Not even anything. close. No. Nope. Nope. You couldn't even put something in the see, middle of that and see it. See, now, 
I just drink beer to get fucked up. I'm gonna be honest with everybody. <laughs> no. So now that sounds made up. So, I, so <laughs> hazy is good then, eh? Oh, hazy's great. So wh- what you get with with a hazy is that mean it's not um, pasteurized. So when you get a pasteurized beer, what ends up happening is they they run it through and they take all of the particulates out. Right. Which basically means it can last longer. So the only reason that anybody's ever going to pasteurize a beer... Last it, longer how? Uh, in, in, <laughs> Mike well, wants to know. Yeah. Not with your wife. <laughs> in the fridge. So, like, if you have a beer... Like, so, Oberon. When Oberon first came out, Oberon wasn't pasteurized. So what ended up happening is if you didn't drink it within a year or two, it would literally taste sour. It would go sour and be bad. Right. So now they pasteurize it, so... They, it doesn't fucking matter when you get Oberon. Everyone's like, oh, it's a spring release. Bullshit. It's fucking pasteurized. It can be an everyday release. It doesn't matter. That's why they pasteurize beer. So when you get this haziness, it's unpasteurized. So it gives you this thick cloudiness. That is the way that the brewer intended it. It gives you exactly what the guy that brewed it intended you to have. Right. Which is amazing. It's fucking great. And this, this is honestly like, like the color of a mimosa. Yeah. Really, right? No, no, like you, literally. You hit it right on. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Like if you were if you were looking at this, you'd be like, I'm drinking a mimosa. Mm-hmm. But it's got a citrusy, ale vibe to it, um, but very very. I don't want to say very very, but decently hoppy. Oh yeah, yeah decently yeah, for sure. like, yep. like the perfect IPA hop. Yeah. Yep. I think that orange cat is struck again. I almost, I almost think it's dry hopped. I, I don't know, but I, it feels like it's a dry hopped, like great product. I mean, that's 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 well done. I would agree on that. All right, um, do we want to go random question right away? If somebody has one, I got one. All, all right, right. Let's Mike's go. got one. So my my random question, because as I look around this basement, I see all this Michigan State bullshit everywhere that I'm at. <laughs> So I want to know if you had the ability to take today, not back in the day where they were at, today, yeah, Steve Fisher versus George Peerless, who would you take? Oh, wow. Um, I'm actually being the Michigan State alumni. And by the way, this is the, um, this is the South Studio. This is not a basement. South Studio. Sure. Sorry, South my, my studio. bad, my bad, my bad. But <laughs> no. I mean, honestly, no, no, no. Like, um, think I, about I think about the talent of where everybody is and right. how people handle the talent. Right. Would you rather have Steve Fisher or would you rather have? You're talking about Steve Fisher, the basketball. Yeah, basketball, basketball coach. coach versus yeah. George. No, Perez, no, no, the no, no not coach? not George Peerless. Uh, what was the Tom? Tom not Tom Izzo. Sorry, man, okay. my bad. Yeah, Tom Izzo. So today, oh. oh. Like the 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 guy that manages talent, right? Versus the guy that manages the team. Who would you rather have? When you put it in that perspective, I mean, automatically I would go with Tom Izzo, not because I'm a Spartan fan, but because because Tom seems to be able to take whatever he has at the time and get them to a level that can compete with anybody in the country. Um, where Steve Fisher was kind of like up and down. Um, ah, when you put it, 
But if you if you could take a guy, so, so this this is my conundrum, right? Right. So I'm not a Michigan or a Michigan State guy. Okay. So I'm just gonna put out there like my my opinion on this. The guy that could manage the fucking right Chris Wet or uh, Chris Weber and all sure. those guys, right? Sure, sure, sure. So the the elite five. What what were they called? The uh, <laughs> more of those fab five. Fab five. Yeah. And what were those morons called? Five fab five. He took that and created something that was unbelievable. I don't think that Izzo would have been able to handle those personalities and put them in their place because of his system. Everything yeah, right. that Izzo no, does no, no, is no, no, system-based. No, 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 no. Yeah, so I mean, if you can take talent, so that's why I asked for the question of the day. If you're saying, based off of talent of the team, not what the coach can do. You've got, if you you had today, Dave, you had the best possible prospects, you could go down and you could take off of the McDonald fucking but, team and you could pull every single number one and bring them to your squad. Who would you rather have coach them? Yeah, because they would butt heads with Tom Izzo is the point you're trying to make. That's the point I'm trying to make, yeah. Yeah. So they would butt heads with Tom Izzo because he has a system. And no, I mean, I so I mean, if you're telling me to to pick between Tom Izzo and Steve Fisher in that particular scenario, you know, maybe Steve Fisher does a better job. Perfect. So what that leads me to my next question is: Is Mike Shostevsky the best coach ever in college basketball? Is he? That's what I'm asking. Absolutely. Uh, Bullshit. Because yeah. of that exact scenario, when you've got when you've got all of the talent in the world that wants to come to your squad, yeah, he he's managed that time and time again from the best fucking talent. Right. And I hate Duke. I fucking hate Duke. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm, I'm not yeah. even unequivocally saying that I kind of like Duke. I fucking hate Duke. Right. But I'm telling you, that guy that can bring all of that talent in, based right. off of the exact question that I just asked you, and bring them into his system. Yes. Come into Could what Tom Izzo bring, bring him that into kind of talent. Bring him into, into any college system, right? No, because I, he's the one that's done it year after year after year. If, right. Now, if you're if you're giving me four years. I'm not. If I'm giving you one year. Giving I'm giving you years, today. If you're giving me four years, I'm giving you Tom Izzo. But if you're giving me the one, one year. year, the one and done, I'll yep. take Steve Fisher. Because what Steve Fisher did with the Fat Five, and I fucking, like you, I don't like, I like Michigan even less than I like Michigan State. Yep. But what Steve Fisher did is he knew what he had, yep. and he let his kids play. Perfect. So, so he's better than Izzo. No, but don't tell me that that, that fucking Shashevsky has not done that same this? thing. But how's he doing this year? He doesn't and, have the recruits because well, of because he, of where he's at. But that's what I'm saying is, don't tell me that year after year after year he hasn't done the one and done because that's what he's done. That's where he's at as a coach. He's fucking one and done. Are you talking Shashevsky or Patino? No, I'm talking Shashevsky. Dude. Because Krzyzewski gets more guys to stay two and three years than... But he's still... He's, who's the Kentucky guy? Yeah, uh, Patino. Patino, yeah. But it's well, not... No, 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 no. Patino's not Kentucky. Uh, Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah, 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 yeah Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Patino is uh, uh, Louisville. 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 Yeah. Louisville. Well, he's done anyway. Yeah, yeah. but that that doesn't he doesn't matter. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, you've got these guys in these programs that care about one and done, and Patino and Carlisle and Chashevsky, they're all those guys. Right. Of the three of those guys, I would take fucking Chashevsky uh, hands down every time as the guy that's going to be giving me a one and done every time. I would agree. I I'll take I I like Steve Fisher. So Steve, I appreciate that. That's why I'm asking. Because Steve yep. Fisher knew what he had. Is like, hey, these are five inner city kids. F- fuck it, I throw the basketball out. And but Shashevsky also took the fucking USA basketball team that had never fucking won before and said, "This is I'm gonna, I'm going to teach you fucking idiots how to win. This is what we do." They never won before. They always won. No, they didn't always win. Yeah, they, they lost one time. No, the, not the before Shusevsky came on. Yes, they did. They fucking won. The USA basketball won all the time. You're, you're all the time. You don't know <laughs> no, uh, I'm a little anti-Coach K because... I like... I like I, I, I hate Duke. I, I honestly fucking hate Duke. But what I'm telling you I is... I like that, Duke and like Christian. I love Christian Leitner. <laughs> Why? Because he's white? No, well, that was a racist. No. <laughs> no, he's a badass. No, because he's a badass that doesn't care what anybody thinks, and that's how Mike thinks. I hate Christian Leitner. He's a fucking. <laughs> well, that's why hack. they made the thirty for thirty. Yeah, he made four straight Final Fours. Suck so cock. <laughs> he made it really. It had nothing to do with the fucking team or Coach Shevsky. Well, no, Christian Leitner. You don't think you don't think you know who? All right, that's the old uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, that, well, I just want to know. K, Coach K ain't making four straight Final Fours without Christian Leitner. Ain't no really. Fuck, ain't no fucking way. So how do you do in the NBA? Well, that's a, that's that's a whole, whole different, different breed. No, no, it is not a whole different br- fucking breed. He oh. went to the fucking Timberwolves, dude. What are you going to expect? Oh, my he God. He was an all-star with the Hawks. Seriously? He was an all-star with the Hawks. What, are you going to fucking pull out the fucking Bobby? The fucking... <laughs> really? This is where we're going? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> right, but, hey, it was your fucking random question. I'm it was. Thinking, Steve, it hey, was. If I've got, I've got one fucking season, all the talent in the world... Who am I coaching? I want Steve Fisher coaching my team. And and I gotta tell you, I'm not mad at you about that. Honestly, I think I think it's a it's a really I tough like him call. a lot better than George Perlis. <laughs> no, that would be because I don't think he would really know what a fucking zone was. No. So we'll see how that is. But I think that uh, I think George Perlis knows what the one in the two hole is. That's about it. I don't know if George Perlis knew anything, but that's what he said. Steve Fisher and George Perlis. I'm like, well, that's a no brainer. <laughs> So when you when you but all right this is hilarious game but when we're talking about it do, is it is it Steve Fisher or is it Mike Shashevsky that's that's what I wanted to get to that was the and I mean I guess result wise you might have to lean towards Shashevsky because he'd won the title whereas the Fat Five never won anything they didn't win a fucking Big Ten title and and I honestly. I'm I'm honestly a Michigan guy, so you know that. So I just like I want them to be the guy, but can I can I put something out there for you? Yeah. So I I took I was a I was a originally I was a, a physical education exercise minor or exercise science major, and part of that I got to take some classes, you know, in, in uh, being an athlete at MSU. I got to pick my classes early, so I found. One time, I found coaching basketball, and I looked at the instructor, 
You know, it said Judd Heathcote. I said, I'm taking that class. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I got in that class, and the one thing I took out of that class was that Judd one time went up on the whiteboard, and he put five stars across the top, right? And then he put four stars in a circle. And then he put three stars and two circles. And then he put two stars and three circles and one star and four circles. And he looked at everybody and says, which one of these is going to win an NCAA championship? And, of course, you know, we're all like... Was the answer not one year coaching? Yeah. <laughs> well, he did win one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's yeah. 1979. Yeah. So, anyway. But he did have... What was a, what was a Steve... Uh, Smith? Steve Smith, yeah. Oh, yeah. That... Oh, that yeah. was a hell of a basketball He was player. a hell of a basketball player. Oh, my player. God, yeah. Didn't have a lot of guys around him, that but he was a hell of a basketball player. No, 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 no. 79 was magic. No, that, dude, that was in the 90s, Steve Smith yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so Judd, he, he turns around to everybody, and he looks, and he says, you know, which one of these is going to win an NCAA championship? And, you know, people started guessing and whatever, and, you know, he said, he pointed to the middle one. You know, he said... Three stars, three stars, and two role players. You know what I mean? Now, instantly, when I go back, I actually think to the Michigan National Championship when you Ramil Robinson and uh, Antoine Jobert, and you know what I mean? Yep, the judge. Yeah, and Mike, what oh. was Mike? Uh, the white guy, uh, oh, God, Mike. It was his first name. White Mike. Somebody. White Mike. <laughs> anyway, yep. yeah. Yeah, and, but and that kid was a role player, th- three point stud. Yeah. yeah, no, no, he wasn't a three point stud in he, the NBA. He was in the NBA, yeah. but he did everything the team needed him to on any particular game. If they needed more rebounds, he got rebounds. If he needed, if he needed people on the floor, and I'm talking about U of M right now, so that's really hard for me. But he was on the floor scrapping for rebound or, or for loose balls and. He was doing everything that they needed to, to do, and it like it clicked. You know what I mean? It's like, especially for uh, uh, Izzo's national championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. There were three stars and two role players that did their job. You know what I mean? And and so you know that that stuck with me. And the reason yeah. I bring it up is you said the Fab Five didn't really win anything. You know what I mean? Because there were five stars out there. That that you know, that you know they they wanted theirs, and it didn't really, it didn't really come to fruition that they won anything. Right. So I mean, uh, that was a lesson learned for me, and I've you know, I've coached a couple teams in the past, and I don't know if I've, you know, brought that excuse me to the team or you know, but. It was kind of a lesson learned. So when I look at college basketball today, and I see if I see any teams like a Kentucky team, for example, you know what I mean, and they've got these, they've got five five star recruits, right. and, and I'm like, well, you know what, that's good for them, and it'll bring them a lot of press, and it'll bring them a lot of TV time, and it'll bring them a lot of money. It's but Carlisle, right? I th- I think it the, is. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, and he even said he, this. This is all on him. There's no way he should have scheduled. Oh yeah, the, the Kentucky. They're scheduled the way they did. Well, he's so, got he's got a bunch of really young kids. Right. Too. Oh yeah. I mean, fuck, because they all go pro after one year. 
Well, yeah. Okay, so that's you know the thing that Mike's bringing up is the one and done thing, and so when you bring Tom Izzo into the equation and you talk about him, um, I mean, being a Spartan alumni and a Spartan fan, that's the exciting thing because I know there's going to be some kids that are going to stick with the program, and it's going to be exciting, and they're going to grow. And, you know, they're always, for whatever reason, no matter what, somehow, some way, they're in the mix. Um, it's, it's uh, and, and he goes on that kind of that Judd Heathcote philosophy that I'm going to have a couple of, I'm going to have a couple of stars, two or three stars, and I'm going to have some role players. And I want to know who my kids are, who my athletes are that are going to be the role players. They're going to help us get to the championship. Yeah. And so midseason, when you see Tom Izzo and you get these losses and you're like, why are why is Michigan State losing? This is weird. You know, they were ranked number one at the beginning of the season. This is stupid. He's trying to see what his kids have and where they're at. You know, in the old. Are like, you talking this year? I'm talking any year. Because well, okay, if you're talking this year, you ain't got snowball shots. No. Oh hell no, no 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 no. If he even makes it to the tournament, it'll just yeah. be because he's Tom Izzo yeah, in exactly. the Spartan That's program. Yeah, they're gonna they're yeah. gonna pull a 16 seed or a fucking 14 seed or a 12 seed. They'll be the 12 seed that John everybody, Calipari, motherfucker. They'll, they'll be the 12 seed that everybody thinks is gonna upset somebody and won't. Um, it's yeah. not going to happen. John Calipari, Kentucky coach. Yeah, yeah because him? because he just pays his way in. Well, whatever. So, <laughs> hey, before we rate this cocksucker in this, <laughs> hurry up, fucking rate it. Before, hey, I, I gotta said, go. I said rate before. <laughs> Kyrie Irving says change the NBA logo, which everybody knows not to Kobe was to why not Jerry West, and he wants it to Kobe. Nope. Jerry West wants it to Kobe, right? No. I, Kyrie I Irving it. wants it to Kobe. I saw yeah. the interview. Well, I don't give a fuck if Jerry West wants it to Kobe. He's a fucking idiot. They're, so, if you're going to change it, at very least change it to Wilt Chamberlain's head is, with two legs between him for the 10,000. All right, so we're not, we're not going with that. Oh but would, no, we're not. would any of us George? be talking about this right now if Kobe was alive? No, because you go with the we Jordan, the, no, we Jordan the Jordan dunk. Yes, symbol is what you do. Absolutely, you know, I have no problem changing from an old Listen. aging white guy who if couldn't I had, make it in today's if, NBA. But you got to give it to a high flying yep. Michael Jordan. If I had any person that I could ever say is the epitome of the NBA, it's fucking Michael Jordan. Okay. It is not Kobe. I I love Kobe Bryant. What he done? What yeah. he has done. Right. But he is no different or better than LeBron James, who's playing right now. Okay. Michael Jordan reset the fucking NBA. Reset it. Hands down. I can't disagree with you, but... You you cannot say that, oh, because he died in a fucking helicopter crash that... Probably going to be edited. He actually said, we need to go on after his pilot said, no, we're not doing it. He put his daughter in danger. He did everything that he should not have done. So, okay, we're going to celebritize this guy... Because he put his fucking family in danger and went out there and did something because he wanted to go somewhere that had nothing to do with anything other than his own self gain. No, sorry, I, I, he's not that. It's not that he's not a great basketball player, right? Because he was. You know Michael Jordan. Though. He's no Michael Jordan. You are not gonna reset the NBA off of Kobe Bryant. 
Do you, Sorry. Do you, uh, do, have you heard the argument why it shouldn't be our, uh, Michael Jordan? There's no argument why it shouldn't be our <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan. There's, there's, there's really no argument. Right. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you Kareem Skyhook over Jerry West, but it, I, I don't. You can't replace him with Kobe. If you're gonna replace that fucking thing, it has to be Jumpman. 100% has to be Jumpman. No question. And the only reason the NBA doesn't want to do that is because Jumpman is all over the place already. Well, the NBA can suck a fat dick. Well, I'm just saying because they want it. They, they, they may not own that. Maybe that's why they can't. That's probably it. exactly yeah, what it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's all about money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I go back to earlier in the pod. They follow the money. Jumpman is all over the place already. All right. Time for Mike to rate Dazed and Confused. I'm going three. Uh, my favorite of the night. Clearly, I'm an IPA guy. The other two are pleasantly pleasantful, whatever that means. Pleasant, <laughs> pleasantly pleasantful. Yes, exactly. And I'm, but I like this the best of the night. I'm going to go 3.88. Oh, wow. You know, Mike, I uh, before you said that, can, I had can, already. Can, oh, I go ask, ahead. can I ask you guys? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. do you rate those on the night or yes. on the total? On the night. On the night. Okay. Because so it's, we, not, it's, it's not... It's hard as I spit We've got you. 200 beers that we've tasted. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard See, so I... This is where I struggle because everything I do with bourbon is rated off of, like, the total. Right. So, like, everything I've ever done... Right. Like, if I'm rating something close to a 5, for me, it's a 10. But, like, if I'm rating something close to a 10, it's based off of everything I've ever drank. Right. So, tonight is just tonight, right? Yeah. Right. So I, I may have rated these a little low, based off of just tonight. But okay, ah, so all of these are only tonight. It doesn't matter. Well, well, the first one gets your palate going. It's like okay, oh god, that was fucking awful. I'm giving it a two. So what, what if I would what like, if I would have raked the first one a four and a half? Then you have to like the second and third. They have to be that much greater? If you want to uh, rate them higher. You know I, what? I think, I, I think your I scoring think, system's a little flawed. No, I, okay. And that's... that's <laughs> hey, well, fuck you! That's an honest assessment, but I think Mike isn't really... He isn't bringing into the fact that he really does, in the back of his mind, think about some of the others that he's had. Yeah. Do you I know mean, what I mean? I mean, overall, but from the standpoint of... Um, from the night... Within a range, for example, yeah, yeah, that's where he's rating it. For example, like uh, uh, pet polar bear. I don't, but I just, but I gotta stop you right there. Now, so you're, the you're, you're you thin mint. Everything in one fucking. Okay, so you had you had uh, Jerob, Jezebel's seventy-seven proof on August first. Yeah, and then you drink a a, a seventy-seven Tennessee Mountain Top. Whiskey, fifty-eight barrel age, on August seventeenth, yep. and then on Christmas Day you drink. All right, first, first of all, I'm not a retard. So I, where I'm at is I, I know that but there's no way you can. If fuck, I'm, you're, if there's I'm, no way your fucking taste can fucking segue for a whole year. It's like, oh, well, that fucking that fucking whiskey I had in February is just a slightly lit. Little bit better than this one I had in fucking November. I'll, fucking, I'll, I'll agree I fucking died. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. because if I have something that I think is completely special, it resonates. So, like, the way I look at it is so for me, I have a 10 scale, right? Right. So, if I'm like, if this is a 9 plus, 
that's extremely special to me. So yeah. where does that rank in the in the special category? So it doesn't matter that it is, you know, this this one maybe so this right here might fall into a nine and a half. Nine point five. Right, okay. That, so that that's like way special for me. Right. Okay, it's way special for you. Yep. I get that. And that's cool. You know, even if it, if it's a one to three scale or a one to a hundred scale, I'm saying there's, in my opinion, the way my th- that's why I go kind of in. This is by no means fucking scientific. I'm the fucking <laughs> drunk looking to get drunk, doing a podcast, hoping to have some fun. So there's no. But what I'm saying is like, all right, my first beer I rated, let's say it's a two scale, sure. one or two. One sucks. Two's great. Okay, I rate the first one a two. Okay, well, I didn't like the second one as much as the first one, so I can't rate the second one a two because, in, in you, my opinion, there's no way you can go all for But are you telling me you can't remember in your mind no, that that's what I'm saying. number not, five? So, not, so not, out of a five, the thing that's in your mind that you're like, this was the most whatever reason. It was the most chocolate. It was the most whatever. Like whatever brought you to the point that got you to a four point seven five. So whatever whatever drew you into that, to that you can't best, remember that to the best one. Yeah, to, to like oh, woo God, that's the greatest. But thing you I've remember ever, you yeah, remember the best one. one. But yeah. like Perfect. what about all the ones in the middle? It doesn't matter. You know the best one. You know the one that brought you to the dance. The one that was the fucking greatest thing ever. And everything else is compared to that until you taste something that tops it. So everything else goes down from there. Helmet breakers, Z's pet yep. polar bear. That's that's um, your coup de gras. That's the one that fucking brought you there. Uh, I agree with that. And then, and then you I just move down okay, from there. But see, none of these three tonight... None of them have brought me to that four point five. None of these have brought me to anything close to my fucking greatest thing ever. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, so, but, uh, so you're saying you can say, okay, this was better than my seventy seventh beer, but it wasn't as good as my seventy third beer. No, I can't tell you that. No, nope. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. Oh god, this was the greatest. Yeah, if, if, no. when you get your greatest, when you know. But what I can tell you is the greatest beer I've ever drank. This compares at X to that. And so you should be able to do that, too. So, like, for me, one of the best beers I've ever drank is Wizard Burial Ground that I gave you guys when you were at my house. All right. That is, that is as close to a five beer as I'm ever going to get. All right. And, and so as I work down from that, where am I at from there? Number one, I don't remember that. And number two, <laughs> and number two, I remember it. it my favorite, it was phenomenal. My favorite beer on this is that Kentucky Bourbon uh, peppermint, yep, something or other. And that was it. Now I yeah. don't think I could drink. Now that was, it was probably because it was Christmas time. It was it had a peppermint feeling. Yep. Uh, you know. So now if I drank it tomorrow, it might be like I don't like it as much. So no, I don't love it as much. But anyway, hey, we agreed to disagree. I Absolutely. Mean, so what are you rating anyway, Mike? Or Dave, what are you rating? What did you rate this one? Three point eight five. All right. And Mike. So out of the beers that I drank tonight, so what were my first two? You had, you went three on the Trooper, two point five zero on. Long I would say Street. this one's a three point two five. 
3.25. Definitely the best of the beers that I drank tonight. I think all of us felt that way based on the ratings, and but we were a little on, we were a little short on the on tap crowd because the on tap crowd rated at four point two three, and my internet here sucked, so I don't know how many check ins, and oh, we did not cover. Well, part uh, of the problem that we have with Untapped is that they rank based off of style, right? Right. So is is this the best IPA? Is this a great? Is this a four point IPA based off of what it was? It might be. No. But based off of what we drank tonight, because we drank four different beers tonight, one that was not on stream, and then the other two, uh, this is the best of the best, but doesn't necessarily mean that it's that level. Right. Correct. But anyway, as I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see Mike and I are out of beer, and obviously Dave isn't. <laughs> It's <laughs> a late great Stuart Scott would say, "You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here." 